Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 202 of the Life Made to Order podcast. I've done that many already. The Law of Attraction and the Role of Conscious Choice. One of our biggest issues with energetic transformation and personal growth is we tend to make it too much of an action-oriented process because we're so used to action being the root of creation, right? We're so used to like doing something to make something else happen. I take an action, I get some kind of result. And we tend to carry that over into personal growth and energy work. And we become very fixated on tools and techniques and hacks and blueprints and guidelines. And don't get me wrong, that stuff has its place. You know, uh, a tool or a technique like an affirmation or a gratitude journal, for example, that could be very beneficial in activating a certain kind of energy. You look around at the stuff you're grateful for and you write that physical act of writing it down. It's like, oh, wow, there's a lot of good stuff in my life. That's a pretty good energy to be putting out in the world. Affirmations, those words in that moment, you're evoking a, a certain energy, the spirit of those words, whatever the energy is you're trying to accomplish love, abundance, peace, whatever right, whatever it is you're saying. So there's great power in all of that. But again, we make it so action-oriented, thinking the actions in and of themselves can change us when they're really meant as some, a, a way to support the inner transformation. They can't actually make us feel anything. And this is where the role of conscious choice comes in. Energetic transformation in particular, like LOA type, the shift in belief system you're trying to make, Personal growth in general, you know, all these different perspectives you're trying to integrate into your life and actually live from that space, not just intellectually understand them. No action can make any of that happen. Conscious choice is the first step. It's the most important step. It's basically the crux of it all. Because what happens is you grow up, right? We have our life experience. We take in all of this information from with the kind of culture we grow up in, uh, our religion, type of parents, and the, the uh, home environment we have, schooling, all of these different things. And we're presented with all of these perspectives, and this is how the world works, and this is how uh, you're supposed to behave if you're a woman. This is right, this is wrong, this is appropriate. All right, and we take in all that information, and then a lot of it doesn't serve us, and we're unhappy, we're stuck. We don't have a lot of the things we want in our life. We have, it's just a bad situation all around. And then you get on this path and you start learning all this information. These people are teaching you things you didn't know before. They're offering a way to look at the world you never thought of before. They're offering you a, a belief system that, again, you never thought of before. And then there, and what is the, what is the real bridge between those two? The choice. You have a choice to choose what you believe. Changing limiting beliefs is a really good example of this. People, it's almost comical to the degree the degree to which we complicate this. And I don't know how many people over the years are like, how do I change my beliefs? I, I want to believe these things. And I just see, I can't seem to let the other stuff go. And again, we look to some kind of tool or technique to, or a hack or something to try to change, make all these internal changes. And A lot of people find it's not working. And why isn't it working? Because an action can't guarantee an internal change. The core of those internal shifts, changing your belief system, how you choose to view a situation in your life, the perspective you choose to take on the situation, how you feel about yourself, your self-image, all of these things. It's a choice. 
between the stuff that makes up your current conditioning that you're trying to overcome, all the limitations in thinking, all the fears, the pessimism, the negativity, the skepticism, the cynicism, all of that, and all of these wonderful teachings from these really wise people like the Buddha and the Dalai Lama and Jesus Christ and these like philosophers and spiritual masters, right? And they're presenting all of these things that are like, wow, that'd feel really good to believe all of that stuff. All the things I believe now feel really bad. I'm just riddled with fear. I'm so negative. All the stuff I believe now, it makes me feel like all these things I want like aren't possible. That feels bad. All these things, it makes me feel terrible about myself that you know, I hate my self-loathing and thinking I'm terrible and there's something wrong with me. That's very painful. These situations in my life, I, I'm having this response to them that I feel powerless or victimized or hopeless. That feels bad. And then, right, again, here comes these other perspectives about you know, all these spiritual teachings and these ideas of these spiritual laws and these universal laws, and it feels so good. And there's a part of you, there's a spark within, there's an intuitive heart emotional resonance with these ideas. And again, right, our mind is like, well, how do I change my, how do I do, how do I move into that space? How can I be that person? And it, it's a choice. You get to choose what you believe. That's it. Limiting beliefs, changing a limiting belief, there's no tool, technique, or hack that can guarantee a change in your belief system. You choose. You choose what to believe. You choose to believe that your feelings are an accurate way to interpret truth. You trust that your intuitive emotional resonance with these ideas, these spiritual teachings, um, these new perspectives on how to view challenging situations in your life, um, how to view yourself. That, that, that connection you feel with that, that information on that heart level that I, yeah, there's something to this. I choose to trust that that feeling means something. I choose to trust that my feelings are a guidance system. Like people that listen to Abraham Hicks, I think right, they refer to it as your emotional guidance system. And the mind will think, well, how do I prove, cause you're right. Your mind wants proof to, to listen to your feelings in this example of like this one particular choice, Right. There is no proof. Our life experience is the most powerful proof of all of these teachings, but we can't manifest that sort of evidence if we're not willing to believe it first and have some faith and trust that it works that way. Because you can't manifest proof of a belief, of a particular belief being true if you don't believe it. If there's no willingness for you to believe something, you'll never manifest any evidence in your life that belief might have some validity. Because energetically, you're not aligned. There's a misalignment there. You can't. And then your mind will tell you like, well, see, it must not be true. My experience doesn't show this to me. It's conscious choice. We get to choose what we believe, but it's not a choice that you just make one time. It's a choice you make over and over and over again because our conditioning is very deep. There's a lot of collective, there's a lot of energies and beliefs that are shared very strongly by the collective that are deeply ingrained within you. And because those beliefs are so deeply ingrained, because they're shared by the collective, we, we see all sorts of evidence of them being true. Things that are very upsetting and disturbing and disheartening. And you're going to, as long as you're living in the world and you're observing the manifestations of those fucked up collective beliefs and the fear and the hatred and all of these things, all these terrible things happening that we're all co-creating, you're going to question it. 
So again, that choice has to be continuous. It's, it's not a choice you just make once. Technically, that could happen. You might have some very profound experience or a, a moment of like total crystal clear clarity where you're just like, yeah, I just know. And then you're done. But most of us, that's not going to be the case. It's continuous because you're always going to be seeing stuff outside of you that's going to contradict those ideas. And you're going to be like, uh, I'm not sure about that. And again, it's the conscious choice. So if you're making inner transformation and personal growth a very action-oriented process and you feel like you're not really getting anywhere, it's because that's not going to make any change. You can say an affirmation a million times, but if you don't believe the idea of the affirmation, you, could, you can affirm infinite abundance till your lips go numb and they feel like they're going to fall off. But if you don't actually consciously choose to believe in infinite abundance, if you don't consciously make that choice that you believe in infinite abundance rather than scarcity, the affirmation is not going to do anything for you. If you don't make a conscious choice about your belief system, if you don't consciously choose to release a particular limitation in thinking or consciously choose to release a particular fear, nothing, no action is going to override that. And again, I, I want to stress, I'm not saying that, well, don't do any of that stuff, you know, because I talk about this a lot and I, it's because it's an important thing. I think that uh, it's a thing that trips people up a lot. I'm not saying, well, don't do any of that stuff. It doesn't quote unquote work. It has immense value, but we misinterpret, we misunderstand the role of action in personal growth. It's meant to support inner transformation, which at the core, the, the core of inner transformation is, is nothing more than conscious choice. I choose to believe these things instead. I choose to trust my feelings as a guidance system. And if that's true, and I choose to believe that that's valid, that means that the things that feel good are true and the things that feel badly are not true. All of these things that feel badly. Life is unfair. Um, I can't get ahead because you know of some element of your identity. You think it's, oh, I'm a woman or whatever it is. It's not fair. Um, you know, life is hard, all of these different things, right? It's you, we have to choose and we either choose to keep believing those things that make us feel disempowered or we choose to believe the things that make us feel empowered. All of those beliefs that feel badly, these ways of thinking, these perspectives that feel badly. Oh yeah, if I trust my feelings as a guidance system, I choose to I choose to use my feelings as a guidance system. I choose to believe that that's a valid means of evaluating information. All of those, again, all of those things that make me feel disempowered because I, I, I'm a, a certain type of person. I, someone like me can't succeed or it's not fair or this thing or that thing. Oh, yeah, all that feels badly. Okay, emotional guidance system, that means that's not true. Oh, all these things that feel good. I'm loved. I'm supported. People are inherently good. No matter who I am. What aspects of my identity, I can succeed no matter what. God, the universe, that energetic, that creative force, it doesn't matter who I am. That's available to anybody no matter what type of person I am. Infinite abundance. The, you know, the universe supports you. You're loved. You're whole, complete, worthy, capable. Wow, all that stuff feels really good. And again, I'm consciously choosing to buy into the idea that my Emotional response to something is, an eval is a valid way to evaluate what's true and not true. So yeah, if you're struggling with this work and you're making it very action-oriented and you're plowing through program after program or tool after tool, you know, 
spending all your money on, well, let me study my chakras and this thing and that thing. And again, I'm not saying it's, it's not valuable and it's good to explore these different philosophies and these different ways of working with our energy. There's huge value in that because different things resonate with different people, but don't fall into the trap of thinking all of that is actually what's going to change you. That's actually going to make you feel better. They're meant to facilitate an inner transformation that at the root, the, what lies at the root of that transformation, conscious choice. So you have to think today, you know, think about that today and all of this work, all of these things you're doing for your growth and all of your energy work and your positive vibe activation and this thing and that thing, especially if you're struggling, stop and think for a second. Am I employing this very important tool, quote unquote, if you want to think of it that way of conscious choice? Have I really, con am I consciously choosing these belief systems? Am I consciously choosing to see myself in a certain way? Am I consciously rejecting the, what doesn't serve me, these ideas that don't serve me, these beliefs that don't serve me. How much is this conscious choice, again, continuous, not just once, how much is that factoring into your personal growth, quote unquote, work? And a lot of people will find, because I know that was one of my things I realized, it was not factoring in at all. Just like anybody else, I got, you know, I got stuck in that trap of making personal growth a very action-oriented process, thinking that was going to change me. Well, if I just say enough affirmations, I'll eventually believe it. I'd say, yeah, the affirmation's amazing for activating energy. I'm a fan of affirmations, actually, and like verbal sort of things like that. But if I'm not consciously choosing to believe the what the affirmation is telling me to believe or to feel, it doesn't matter. It's not going to matter. If I don't consciously choose to feel gratitude for the good things in my life now, and I make it a purely intellectual exercise, or I make my uh, gratitude list because... Uh, People told me that's a good tool to manifest what I want. Oh, feel grateful. Cool. Great. But do I actually, am I consciously choosing to feel grateful on my day-to-day -day life? Or am I so focused on everything I don't have and I don't like and, and, you know, screw everything that's good. You know, that's, that's not, that's neither here nor there. I got to focus on my problems. I got to focus on what I'm lacking. So for people that are like feeling stressed out that they're not doing manifesting right or they must be doing something wrong or they're feeling like this personal growth journey, what a waste of time. I've done so many things and I'm, I'm right where I am, where I was, or I even feel worse because I feel like I'm failing at all of this. And you're still looking for the tool, the technique, the hack, the blueprint. You're looking for like maybe there's some something I don't know yet and you're digging deep and you're, you're going plowing through all these programs and seminars and all these different things looking for this magic answer. It's not any of that. It's conscious choice. We have to consciously choose what we believe. Our belief system is nothing more than choice. We choose what we believe. How we view ourselves, that's nothing more than choice. We choose how we get to choose how we see ourselves. Our, when we have challenging situations in our life that, that challenge us, that um, are emotionally trying, we get to choose the perspective. Do I see this as an opportunity to grow? Do I look at the neutral energetic feedback I'm getting of this manifestation or do I choose to rail against it, say it's not fair and use the situation as a way to further justify my fears and limitations in thinking? Because that's what the mind always wants to do in those circumstances. See, I told you everything sucks. Again, what is it? It's choice. That's all it is. It's not an action. It's nothing action. There's nothing to do. There's not, it's, it's a choice. That's something that's totally internal. It's a choice you decide. We have this amazing ability to change our minds. We have certain information we've taken in, certain things people have taught us, told us this is how it is, this is what it's like, and we trusted them for whatever reason. 
And because we believe these things so strongly, our experience reflected those things back to us. So that's your mind's quote unquote proof. But you get to change your mind. You get to exercise that incredible life transforming power of choice. So what's it going to be, right? And the onus is on us. Like it's all, it's all us. No one else can do it for us. I get to choose. I get to choose what I believe is true. I get to choose to believe my feelings are a way to evaluate what's true and untrue. I get to choose um, the idea that uh, that we have faith to believe in things that are unseen and unproven is not a random kind of quirk of our humanity or some like way to be delusional. It's uh, something we were instilled with to be able to connect to this world because we can't connect to it with the mind. So conscious choice. How much are you utilizing that in your personal growth work? If you're not, you've got to start because it's the crux of it. Nothing, nothing can happen without that foundation. If, we, if we're not consciously choosing to believe certain things about how the world works, if we're not consciously choosing to see how we view ourselves, if we're not consciously choosing how to respond to challenging situations in our life and uh, the, choose the perspectives that make them easier to deal with, that allow us to embrace them as an opportunity to grow, to be, um, to see what they're bringing up in us that we know is probably good to deal with. So it's probably good that thing happened to alert us to different things in our energy that if we didn't work on, we'd probably have a really hard time getting all the stuff we want. So again, it's a choice. What's it going to be? That's all it is. And once you keep making that choice, you choose how to see things. You choose how to see yourself. Just like all your negative feelings have an energetic component to them, your negative thinking, right? The same thing, your positive thoughts and all those beliefs, believing those things, putting your focus there, they have a positive emotional counterpart to them. So the more you make that conscious choice, and again, it's continuous, you build the energy because those choices, those perspectives, they make you feel a certain way. They make you feel good. Vibe, energy, fancy words for feelings. That's all it is. And you build a momentum. And then as you build a momentum, that energy is more likely to influence your reality. And obviously, when you start getting that proof in your own life, it can't be argued. Obviously, it's easier to believe it. But you can't start manifesting that proof and then say, well, I'll believe it when I see it kind of attitude, right? That, that, I'll believe it when I see it attitude that doesn't serve us in this sort of work. Because like I said before, you can't manifest evidence of a belief if you don't believe it. Because you don't believe something, if you don't believe something's possible, it can't happen for you. And your mind is, wait, that's what your mind's doing. And you see the problem with that. So think about that today. Am I exercising the most important aspect, the most important tool at my disposal? The, the foundation of all of this work, the foundation of the, the change, the foundation of the energetic shift is this nothing more than this choice. Am I doing, am I consciously choosing in favor of these things or am I still just trying to change my energy, you know, by way of, you know, over-reliance on, on tools and techniques and external things. So yeah, think about that. Hope you guys enjoyed this and, uh, you know, have a great day or night. And if you want to get more of my content, blog posts, podcasts, uh, information about my courses, my, my private coaching, you can head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.